safety bills. Plus, new wool premium cellulose insulation is made from recycled paper. That makes it a green choice for your home and backed by a 10-year energy guarantee. You get all these benefits when you choose new wool premium cellulose insulation installed by Koala Insulation. Whether you just need an attic insulated or an entire structure, call Koala Insulation for a free estimate to install new wool premium cellulose insulation. Call today and save today. Koala Insulation, online at koalainsulation.com. Finding great people to hire is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. It's pretty difficult, right? Well, ZipRecruiter has mastered finding a needle in a haystack, so they take it to the next level. They make hiring so simple that it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. And that's why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com radio. Here's what it's like to use ZipRecruiter. They have so many qualified candidates that it's easier to find the right ones for your roles. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's a lot of needles. So how do they do it? ZipRecruiter's powerful technology sends you candidates who are a great match for your job, and you can even invite your top choices to apply. So if you want less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-A-D-I-O. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. WKJG, 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, The Fan, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Listen live at 1380thefan.com. This is a presentation of Fort Wayne High School Sports on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show. Hoopy Insurance, our family serving your family for over 40 years. Here's your host, Justin Kenny. Welcome in, everybody, to the High School Coaches Show. I'm Justin Kenny. Final edition of the season here, season finale edition of the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Insurance Services. It's also, also the Blackhawk Christian edition of the show. In just a few seconds, we're going to talk to Bryce Bennett. Head football coach of the Blackhawk Christian Braves. Of course, Blackhawk Christian set to move up to 11-man football. Play some 11s in Class 1A coming up this coming fall. So we'll talk to Coach about that. And also the process of going up from 8-man to 11-man and go through all that. And then around 6.20 or so, we'll talk to Matt Roth, head coach of the Blackhawk Christian Braves. Boys basketball team, which will face... Clinton Stockton this Saturday for a chance to win a Class 2A state championship. So it's all black, all Christian here, at least for the first two-thirds of the show. We'll wrap it up, go over some new uh, potential rules in IHSAA, new format in terms of how we classify teams in the state of Indiana, and then go through the underclass all-state team through that was presented by the IBCA that came out today. We're going to get it started, though, talking some football here. I guess it's football weather. It's cool. It's rainy. So why not talk some football with head basketball or, excuse me, head football coach Bryce Bennett of Blackhawk Christian. Coach, how are you? Good. How are you? Not bad, buddy. And uh, I guess first before we talk about the process for uh, going 11-man, take us through eight-man football and I guess maybe break down the processes and what's similar and what's different to normal 11-man football that you guys uh, competed in this past year. Well, obviously, eight-man set up for some of these smaller schools that might have some number issues with their teams and things like that. So 
I mean, Blackhawk being a smaller school, we were thinking last year that at least the attendance for football is going to be on the lower end, but we were pretty fortunate. We actually had the largest uh, roster of the five, of the eight-band teams in, in Indiana. We had about 25 players. But after, you know, the success we had and just kind of the excitement of having football, uh, we've actually almost doubled our roster up to about 45 for this year coming up. So as we sat there and discussed about, you know, the fact that in the spirit of what eight man really is about, we did really didn't think it was that good of an idea to have a state eight man where, you know, we had the possibility of having 32 to 35 players on the bench. So we decided that uh, with that plus, you know, we really wanted to start getting kicked off with having some more uh, local competition uh, and really kind of experience that Friday night atmosphere. Uh, we decided to make that jump to 11 man and it's been pretty exciting uh, we have about 16 freshmen that will be, you know, freshmen next year that are moving up from eighth grade, and uh, some good players that are returning this year. So uh, we're we're ready to hit the ground running. So uh, we're pretty excited about next year. And coach, for the, for those that don't know, I mean, you mentioned eighth graders coming up. So Blackhawk has a middle school program that you can right. draw from. Right, and actually, I've been hearing some you know chatter all over, kind of talking about that Blackhawk Middle, just the regular Blackhawk Middle is a feeder and actually it's not right. we have our own blackhawk middle school it's blackhawk christian and we had our first season for them last year as well where we had a seventh and an eighth grade team and so they they actually had a lot of fun we were able to play some local teams last year we actually did play uh southern wells we played adam central uh, we played woodland heritage uh, we played uh, holy cross so they already have had kind of a taste of some local, you know, competition and, and maybe even having the ability to play some of those teams later on as they continue to move up to, you know, grades and things like that. So we're pretty excited. Uh, you know, the our feeder program is getting going. Uh, we've actually, we're getting ready to start an elementary team that will be joining the PAL League here in Fort Wayne. Uh, we've had a lot of interest in our school with that and also, you know, we're looking at about 19 players for our eighth grade team next year. So a lot of cool things happening in Blackhawk Christian with the, with the football programs. And um, I think we're going to be, you know, seeing a lot of action and excitement coming for years, years ahead. Coach, when you looked at, at eight man, did you feel like, okay, if we have success this first year, maybe go to, to 11 man in year two, or did this really exceed expectations the year one of eight man football? Uh, I came into the season thinking that if we won one game, that'd be a success. <laughs> uh, uh, when we were looking at just kind of the players that we were getting, uh, one of the unique things was that 75% of our football team last year didn't play another sport at the school. And it was kind of just that coming out party for them. But even for that, it was the first time that they ever played football before. Um, I think we had about three or four guys that had played before, uh, one of them was including my son, and just being able to build a culture and not really have to start, you know, trying to break down something that they may have learned from before, uh, they really took to it and took off, and we had a phenomenal coaching staff that had a lot of experience that really dived, dove in and really helped these guys figure out the game. And so after we definitely took our lick there at the first game, um, once they saw, hey, this is where we need to be, 
they really picked it up in practice. And just kind of seeing just the drive and the passion and the determination that they had, it was incredibly exciting. And so playing through eight-man and, and really coming out and shining in that, um, that wasn't the reason why we went to 11-man. Um, but, I mean, we really looked, we really liked it. Uh, it was fun. It was fast. It was exciting. And they really had a lot of buy-in to that. Uh, but like I said, you know, with just the sheer numbers, uh, we're actually going to be able to have a junior varsity team next wow. year just because we have so many guys that are that are wanting to come out to play. So, yeah, we're we're really excited and blessed about that. Coach Bryce Bennett, head football coach of the Blackhawk Christian Braves, joining us here. And Coach, what was the process with the IHSAA to to lay the groundwork to move up to 11-man competition and an official member of the IHSAA this coming season? Uh, really, it's just a phone call, I think. Um, our AD just kind of reached out and said, hey, we're going to be uh, scheduling some 11-man games. Uh, we did work with the Coaches Association, just kind of letting them know uh, kind of the back and forth with, hey, we're going to be dropping out of eight-man. Um, they have been using myself and our athletic director, uh, Mr. Cotton, just kind of we both went down to the coaches clinic about two weekends ago, and we were speaking about eight-man with some of the schools that were looking into it. Uh, so we've been able to be an asset for that. But really the, the switch is going to be more felt for our next season in 2024 when we're eligible for the tournament. Uh, so next year is just going to be kind of a year to get our feet wet, really kind of see what 11-man is about. For a lot of our players who have never played before still, uh, we're probably about half our team still has never played football before. So we're, we're going to be almost brand new again, even coming into the 2023 season. So I'm looking forward to seeing how, they, how these guys grow, uh, how they you know handle those experiences of now – instead of playing on Saturday afternoons, you know, they're going to be right there Friday night, you know, playing under the lights, playing in front of bigger crowds, you know, especially some of these schools that were, you know, were slotted to play. Obviously we have definitely starred week three with Adam central. Uh, everybody's looking forward to it. Um, we're, we're up for the challenge. Uh, I, I'm kind of looking at this and telling these guys, Hey, if you really want to know where you're at, let's go play Adam central. So uh, they're they're definitely getting excited about it, and we're looking forward to the transition for 2024 being eligible for playoff play. Yeah, that week three game in Monroe, taking on Adam Central, really very much the centerpiece uh, on your schedule thus far, Coach. When you look at the the biggest adjustment from eight man to eleven man with with personnel, and obviously you add, have to add more line play, but for you as a coach, what's the the biggest hurdle to make that jump? Uh, it's going to be just like you said. It's going to be the line play um, with eight man. It is. It's so fast that when you only have three linemen, um, the ball's out quick, either either by the run or by the pass. But when you switch to that eleven man concept, um, we're we're really kind of behind the eight ball when it comes to we got to get some of these guys ready to go. Um, you know, just being raw at football that offensive line is crucial when it comes to running your offense and really getting your play up and going. And so we got a lot of work ahead of us. Uh, we're getting these guys in the gym already. Um, we got Johnny Arrington, who's a, who's going to be a senior next year coming back. 
Uh, he's going to be kind of our anchor for the offensive line. He's about 6'3". Uh, he's getting pretty close to 300 pounds, and he's he's a monster. Um, and we're kind of looking to him for some of that leadership and really you know, pushing these younger guys. We have quite a few that are juniors and, and sophomores that are really going to be looking up to him to kind of get that push and that passion going forward. And if he can really get that line going, if we can really get those guys going, I, I think next year we're going to turn some heads. Uh, we have we have a lot of good athletes. Um, our backfield and our our wide receivers are pretty awesome when it comes to beat just their athleticism and their just drive to really succeed. And uh, our defense is pretty good too. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think next year, you know, whether we go zero and nine or you know eight and one, uh, I think it's just going to be a fun season. Coach, when you look at uh, building a coaching staff, too, so bigger program means more coaches, and you've hired some some talented guys from around the area for this staff. Oh, yes. Uh, we, we picked up some awesome guys, uh, Coach Muneer, um, uh, Coach McCarter, and uh, Coach Dance. They're going to be awesome additions for us. Uh, they're actually going to be taking over some of my uh, JV assignments, but also Coach Muneer is coming on as my offensive coordinator for the high school as well. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to what they bring to the table. Um, I know uh, Coach McCarter has been pretty pretty adamant in you know, just getting to know these students. Uh, I know he works at OPS, and he's actually met with uh, several of them already. But uh, they're hungry. They're passionate about coming and, you know, doing Blackhawk Christian football. And a uh, great men of God, and we're really looking forward to, you know, getting them plugged in and uh, hit the ground running. Coach, one of the bit more um, common questions I've gotten since this was announced, where's Blackhawk Christian going to play their home games? I know you only have two on the schedule for, <laughs> for next year, but can you answer that question? Um, I cannot at this time. Uh, we're still kind of looking at that. Um, obviously, with only two home games, it makes it kind of tough. Uh, last year, our home games were played on at Snyder or on their Bowser Field, I think it's called. Yep. But uh, I think that's where we're mostly heading is having those as our home games. Uh, but we are kind of looking at other options. So right now, it's kind of a to be determined. Coach, when you look at building a pro- program largely from scratch within the city limits, it's a different di- dynamic when you're a 1A school and you're a private school and, and maybe you can you can really maybe build faster from within from having these guys and you're not having to compete against the city schools, so to speak, in the SAC. So uh, are there advantages to that? But I'm sure on the on the flip, there's school not part of the SAC playing football in Fort Wayne. Right. I, and I, I actually see it as an exciting time. Uh, being able to see players coming up, you know, from elementary school and really as a you know, a high school coach around the city, they're probably not able to be as much hands-on like that when they have several middle schools that are feeding into their programs and, and even more elementary schools, Where whereas I can get to the elementary and middle school uh, just by crossing the street. And so I really do think just that ability to be able to build those relationships, not only with the kids but also their parents, uh, is really going to bring a lot of buy-in to our program. And I, I actually see that our program's probably going to stay right around this size, between that 40 and 60 mark, where 
we might have some fluctuations, but uh, I'm really excited. We we have definitely been blessed with some really good athletes. Um, and much like with any school, you're going to have your ups and downs when it comes to you know the players that you have and things like that. But really, it's all about having fun. And I really do think that Blackhawks going to have a lot of fun with this. Uh, football is definitely new to them, but we have a lot of great support from the parents that have already been a part of it and the ones that are coming through. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about the future and, you know, just really seeing this program grow. Coach, I appreciate the time. Thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, definitely an exciting time around Blackhawk Christian, both for basketball and now for football with 11-man hitting uh, the field coming up this fall. Coach, I appreciate it. I'm sure we'll catch up to you down the road as the season gets closer. Sounds good. All right, that was Coach Bryce Bennett of the Blackhawk Christian Braves joining us here on the Coach's Show talking some 11-man football. Yeah, a unique situation for Blackhawk Christian is it's a small private school, basically a startup football program in the city, not playing in the SAC. So we talk so much about the dichotomy between the SAC schools. You have 6A, you have 5A, you have 4A, all the way down to 2A. But this is a 1A school that's not part of the SAC that basically would be built separate and, and not have to compete on the field for some of those, uh, with some of those programs. They're not going to be playing the Snyders and the DeWangers and the Homesteads and the Carrolls. They're going to be playing Adam Central and Fremont, both of which are on the schedule coming up this year before they officially go IHSAA eligibility for the tournament coming up in 2024. But it's just a different dynamic, and they're going to play by different rules in terms of the, the, the level of class they play and the impact that they can have within the city limits in terms of building a roster and building enrollment and probably wanting to stay in that 1A. Uh, they're not looking to grow, but also at the same time, definitely being adding a different dynamic within the city when it comes to high school football in uh, this area. We're going to take a break. We're talking more Blackhawk Christian when we come back. Head basketball coach Matt Roth will join us as his team preps for the Class 2A state championship game coming up on Saturday against Linton Stockton. We'll break it all down when we come back. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show, presented by Hoopy Insurance Services, here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. The winter blues are almost behind us, and we can't wait to get out of the house and be more active. That sounds great, but your achy joints don't agree. Time to do something about that. Hey, this is Mike Rags. Stop with the steroids. Stop with the possible surgery chatter. Now there's a better way to get lasting relief. It's QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated and then placed directly in your achy joint. It can restore and repair that damaged tissue and get you moving. Moving again without pain. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain. The patient satisfaction reports are incredible and there's no downtime. Listen, the old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. If they're telling you that you need surgery, do yourself a favor and call QC Kinetics. Learn more about this wildly popular, all-natural, alternative way to get lasting pain relief. No surgery, no drugs. The call is free. The consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Call QC Kinetics now. 260-333-9383. That's 260 333 9383 Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it. Unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. 
A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now at Menard, save big money with 11% off everything. Transform your home with a new garage door from Ideal Door at Menards. We have the largest stock selection in the Midwest with more than 10 different garage doors in stock today. Right now, a 9x7 non-insulated garage door is only $399.99 after 11% rebate. Good through March 26th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. I expect it to be a lot easier. I thought it was going to be a piece of cake. I didn't know what step to take next. I was transitioning from the military. I was a vehicle gunner. An avionics specialist. I was an MP, military police. My friends thought I could do anything. I missed my unit, my family. Playing with my daughter, I, I felt like a stranger. I was overwhelmed. I couldn't sleep. I just wanted to be by myself. I didn't have a clear sense of what to do next. I was too proud. And then I thought, if I'm going through this, other veterans have gone through it too, right? It started to open up. And it made a huge difference. So I reached out, and I saw that I wasn't alone. Because before I was able to take on my next mission, I had to take on just taking care of myself. To find purpose. purpose. Go to maketheconnection.net to learn how other veterans have overcome the challenges of transitioning out of the military. This is the Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back, everybody, to the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Insurance Services. Justin Kenny here. Season finale edition of the High School Coaches Show. We'll be back as we uh, approach football season uh, later on in August. So... Uh, we'll take a bit of a hiatus, come back as we approach the football season. Just got done talking Blackhawk Christian football with head coach Bryce Bennett. Now we're talking Blackhawk Christian boys basketball as they prep for the state championship game in 2A coming up on Saturday. Matt Roth is the head coach of the Braves. Coach, how are you? Hey, we're doing well. Thanks for having me on tonight. Yes, sir, buddy. And congratulations getting this team and uh, to, the, to the state championship game, taking on Linton Stockton on Saturday. Let's, let's talk about the process. It's a long season. We always talk about how fast it goes. I don't know if it goes as fast for coaches, but through the, the, the course of the season from November now into late March, how has this team matured, progressed, and now getting ready to play for a 2A state title? Yeah, they've had a tremendous year. I mean, it's been a, a year of growth for them. Um, obviously, um, a major deal of change um, from, you know, just the, the familiar face, Coach Davidson, um, that they, they all know and love um, so well. Um, they've, they've done a tremendous job. We've, we've handled it in stride early in the year. There was a ton of emotion, um, and it, it led us to just focusing on keeping basketball simple. Um, you know, when I was interviewing for the job, I had said I thought basketball would be the easiest part of the job. It would be the, the handling of emotion because different things hit all these guys. They're, they're all, you know, 14, 15 to 18-year-old men, young men um, who are growing. And, and I think if there's one thing that we know um, about young men at that level, they all handle uh, loss and tragic situations differently and at different times. And and so the year started out with just a focus on being simple and being true to, to who we are as a community there at Blackhawk, keeping our faith as our priority, um, building each other up, praying for each other, 
um, and, and keeping basketball simple and fun. Um, and, and that kind of got us started into the month of, of November, and it was a sprint. Um, you know, you look at our schedule and, and having the south side game move up due to some scheduling um, things, I and mean, we played three-fourths of our games on the front half of the season. Um, and so it, it's really, you know, we, we had a, a stretch there where we were banged up coming out of the holiday break, um, and we come out of the, the North Davies holiday break, um, and, and we've got South Bend, St. Joe, Concordia, Homestead, um, you know, all kind of right in a row in a seven-day stretch um, from Tuesday to Tuesday, and, and we got through that. We were we weren't at a hundred percent. You know, we were we played a lot of basketball. We traveled a lot, um, and and guys were getting a little worn down. And so we we continued to battle. We faced uh, some adversity with two great opponents and and uh, Wayne. Um, and that's a game that really, you know, from a preparation standpoint, prepped us so mightily for Gary 21st. Um, and then when you play, uh, you know, Coach Kostoff and Dwanger, you know you're going to be in for a, for just a physical battle for 32 minutes and being shorthanded in that game due to some injuries. Um, you know, we, we gave it our all, but they, they had a great group. They were just getting hot uh, to make that tremendous run that, that Coach Kostoff had those Dwanger guys on. Um, they got them all the way to that semi-state um, this past weekend. So um, we got out of that, and then the season, from a coaching standpoint, really just slowed down where, you know, our weeks became longer. Uh, we had more time and practice to focus on, you know, ourselves, focus on what do we need uh, from a basketball standpoint. And then also it, it gave us that opportunity to really dive into our opponents and, and start to kind of get that what we called our postseason focus of uh, where, you know, where we've got multiple days to prep, we've got scouting report, you know, player personnel, everything is really detailed and we're locked in. Um, and so that was, for us was fortunate to be kind of the month of February was it was spread out. You know, it, it was, you know, we came out of the Wayne game. We had 10 days um, between games, which we hadn't had more than a day or two between games to that point. Um, and so it, it, it was a sprint, and at the same time, it was long because it was it was all about just keeping it simple and, and loving these guys well, and I think they really embraced that. And because of that, we got in the nice groove of playing really good basketball. Um, and, you know, I think we entered the postseason still from a coaching standpoint. We hadn't, we hadn't started to click in terms of, of what it was going to take to get to where we are now. Um, and so the guys, they've been hungry. We've gotten better. You know, these extra weeks of practice, we've gotten better every day, um, individually and collectively. Um, I think that is going to lead to, you know, a special opportunity to go play for a state title on Saturday. Coach, how have you been able to maybe put your mark on this program, but also honoring Mark Davidson, the late Mark Davidson, and, and staying true uh, to, to what he uh, set and, and the expectations in terms of this program. So how have you kind of balanced those two things? No, I think it's been a, a pretty smooth process. I mean, it's it, it's a process that works. It's a process that I was fortunate enough to see for three years, you know, being side-by-side side in the in the practices and the preparations of, of three full seasons. Um, you know, seeing the postseason success is um, each of those years we advanced to the, to the regional level. Um, and seeing what that process looks like. And it's, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, helped mold me as a coach into what, what do I want to be 
um, you know, what do I want to try and, and do with these guys? Um, and we stayed true to that. You know, we got, you know, we kept basketball simple, fun. We've, we've kept the main thing, the main thing in terms of our faith and our, and our walk with the Lord that these guys have such a, a firm foundation in of what we do. Um, and, and those are things that, in my opinion, should never change. And I know those were part of the reasons why I think Mark and I had such a great friendship over the years of, of what works and what's really important for these kids. And, you know, whether, you know, whether we make it to where we're at now or whether we get upset, um, you know, a week or two ago, I mean, it's not going to change the quality of, of these seven seniors that I've got this year. And it's not going to change the quality of, of the guys who are working their tail off behind the scenes to get their opportunity here in the years to come. So, um, the, the biggest thing to echo home to the boys early in the year was, like it's it doesn't need to change. It shouldn't change. What we have going is it, it's working. It's going to continue to work. We just had to continue to trust in in what we had. You know, we've got a very talented bunch. We've got a, a great mix of veterans that are battle tested, um, as, as mature as a group as you could have as three senior starters, um, physically, mentally, emotionally, um, and then we've got talented youth that you've got to sprinkle in and, and for those two to mesh well together is what leads to a successful year. And, and they've done that. They've trusted each other. They've built each other up and, uh, and it's put us in this situation. Coach wanted to ask you about one of your players in particular. It can always be difficult to be the brother of a, a top athlete. And we always talked about Josh first and people, Oh, that's Caleb's brother. Right. But how he has emerged last season and particularly this season as his own person as a basketball player. And now he's Josh first. He's going to walk on at Purdue, but he's been a tremendous player for you. Drop 30 in that Gary 21st century game uh, on Saturday. Just a guy that, that really has come in being the quiet guy, but now has really kind of emerged as his, his own person, his own player as a basketball player. And just talk about that, that emergence of him being very much a, a key, may, maybe the key to this run for your team. Yeah, I mean he's he's a tremendous young man. Um, you know they're they're very similar in so many ways, both he and Caleb. But uh, they're also so different in just terms of how they do things, and and you know they they just their their games are different, their personalities are different, but they share you know common principles that are just so important to them. Uh, whether it be their walk, you know, with the Lord, whether it be you know academically, they're both incredible students. I mean, for for Josh to be a, a first team academic all stater to be able to go walk on at Purdue, to, to be able to lead our team so well um, and just be the reliable post presence um, that I'm sure so many people are used to seeing from Caleb during his time there. Um, and it's just uh, a little bit different in terms of how he does it, but he's so efficient with it. And, you know, he's in a situation, and this is the beauty of it. I mean, Caleb had as storied of a basketball career at Blackhawk as you could have. And at the end of the day, when the season's over Saturday afternoon, it's going to go down one way or the other in the record books of field goal percentage um, from the two-point land. It's going to be Caleb and Josh or Josh and Caleb, um, and they are, they are right there, and it just shows how hard they work at the game, how efficient they are in what they do, um, and, and how different they are doing it, and that's the beauty of it. Um, but he's a tremendous young man. When the opportunity came and he told, coaching staff what he was going to do i just thought it was a home run he's going to fall in love with it at that level 
Um, you know, he wants to get into exercise science and, and strength and conditioning type stuff, and he's going to be getting to work with one of the, you know, one of the best in the Big Ten there with the men's basketball program. I mean, he's going to have firsthand access to this stuff. I just think he's going to be somebody who can, from a walk-on, provide so much for their program, but also put himself in a position uh, as he continues on beyond the game of basketball to be just so successful, um, which I think both he and his brother will be because they're just tremendous young men. Coach, you got Linton Stockton coming up on Saturday, battle for a 2A state championship. This team is undefeated in the state this season. Their lone loss came to a team out of Kentucky. Uh, in studying the minors, what have you seen and what kind of game is this going to be? Oh, they're fantastic. I mean, they've they've been on our radar um, all year, in part because of, of playing in that North Davies uh, Invitational there at the holiday time um, and having so many similar common opponents or or even just, you know, uh, a, a common goal of, you know, the, in, in that area of the state, you know, Linton and North Davies are as heated of a rivalry as you're going to find. And so, you know, you, you play one, you get the other type situation. And so you you know how talented they are. We've seen them. Um, they played in a what was supposed to be an out-of-state game in Illinois that I think they played. It might have even been in Indiana. Um, but the host was actually my, my high school that I grew up at. And so I follow that tournament every year. So I was aware of what they were doing. So they've been on our radar. They've got a great group. I mean, it's it's two-storied programs. If you look at the last, you know, decade of Indiana basketball, these two are, you know, as, as successful in, in what they do. Um, and so it's, it's no surprise to me that, you know, we finally get the chance to meet up with them. And, and they're probably thinking likewise. I mean, with the, the runs that both programs have had, both being in Indianapolis at the same time in 2019. They've got an incredible senior class um, that's battle-tested, that's played on the big stage, um, and we've got an incredible senior class that's got all those same attributes. So I just I can't think of a better, you know, if I'm the, if I'm the people in Indianapolis with the state, I've got to be thrilled with this 2A matchup because you've got two dangerous, high-volume, high explosive offenses, but also two teams that can – it down and lock and guard and and it should just it should make for a great game i mean the the coach the basketball fan the basketball enthusiast that i am i just you know let's let's play it today let's play it tomorrow and let's play it again on saturday um they're, they're a great opponent and uh our guys are locked into what they do and, and i have no doubt their guys are locked into what we do so um that's that's why you do the prep work but at the end of the day it's it's about you know two great programs Two great groups of young men. I mean, they, I've I've seen their interviews. I've heard their guys speak, and I just I think that you know they're they're just as quality of a group of individuals as we are. Um, and so it's time to you know, in my mind, let those kids get out there and compete and and play the game they love. And and uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun on Saturday. Um, obviously, my allegiance is with us, and I think we got a great group. But uh, it's going to be a battle, and, and it's going to be a great two A state title game. Coach, before I let you go, year one uh, back at Blackhawk Christian, head basketball coach. How's the how's the family handle it? I know Lindsay can roll with it, but but how are the kids? I'm sure they're loving being around a basketball court every day. Oh, they love it. Uh, they're, I mean, they and, and my guys are. They're so. I mean, it's a blessing, and for my my kids to be with with the group that we have, uh, whether that be my varsity guys, uh, Coach Boyer's JV guys, or Coach KC team guys, um, they're they're tremendous to my kids. They love them well. Um, they're in practice. They're on the bench at times. They're, 
helping fill up water bottles. They're doing they're doing it all. They're a jumping and shooting contest. I mean, it's I, I can't I can't uh, even understand of of how this could be any better of a situation, um, with the exception of you know getting to do it one more time with with Coach Davidson. Um, it's just been a blessing for the kids. You know, they've been enrolled there. That's that's where our kids have been since since Hudson was first in school. Um, and so for them, they're comfortable there. But now they get, you know, kind of free reigns to the gym anytime that dad says gym's available. Um, and they they love it. They're, they've got a great group of friends. And, and the way that my guys, my teammates that I have on my coaching staff, uh, Coach Lindsey, Coach Moreland, uh, the way they love my kids, it's it's just uh, it's a blessing to be there. Um, and there's a lot of other people. I mean, Ann Laborde, our trainer, and, and my four-year-old are best friends. And I don't know that either one knows what they're talking about when they're talking, but they love each other and they love to spend time together. So it's just, yeah, it's a it's a perfect uh, situation for the kids and, and for our family. And it's it's been a great year one. Um, but we're not done yet. We still got a lot of work to do here in the days to come, and uh, we're just so excited for the opportunity on Saturday. All right, buddy. I know state championship week. It's a hectic week, so I appreciate you taking some of the time to uh, to break down uh, your team and getting ready for Linton Stockton, man. Good luck. Give the fame of my best. We'll catch up with you. All right. Sounds good. Have a great night. Thanks for having me on. All right, buddy. That was Matt Roth, head coach of the Blackhawk Christian Braves, here talking some basketball. The lone area basketball team playing for a state championship this weekend down at Cambridge Field House and you can uh hear Blackhawk Christian play in the state championship game around 12:45 on Saturday right here 1380 the fan 100.9 FM I'm going to take a break we'll come back you're listening to the high school coaches show presented by Hoopy Insurance Services here on 1380 the fan and 100.9 FM if you're looking for insurance, here's a name to know. Mark Odin. Hold on, hold on. It's pronounced Edding. But it's spelled O-E-T-T-I-N-G. Yes, and O-E-T-T-I-N-G. It's pronounced Edding. Okay, so it's like the O is silent, O-E-T-T-I-N-G is Edding. Got it. Take two. <clears throat> Mark Edding of Edding Insurance Agency has not only served the community as an independent insurance agent his entire career, but he's also been coaching youth sports since his playing days over 40 years ago. And you can trust him to coach you in finding the right insurance for your specific needs, including auto owner's insurance. Mark is a big supporter of local youth sports, both as a sponsor of teams and as a coach and as an insurance coach. He'll provide you with guidance and lay out a game plan to provide the best coverage for your needs at the best possible rates. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, trust the insurance coach, Mark Odin. That's Edding. Sorry, Edding Insurance Agency in New Haven, an agency trusted by our community since 1964. That's Edding, your independent auto owner's insurance agency. Online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S com. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up, ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Reduced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You know, it seems more important than ever to maintain and service your vehicle and extend its performance. 
but service costs have seemed to rise more than car prices. That's why you need to take your vehicle to Cruzy Automotive Service. From routine maintenance to servicing of any make or model, Cruzy Automotive Service does quality work on time and for a low price. This is Brett Rump, and I've personally saved hundreds, if not thousands of dollars by taking my vehicles to Cruzy. Proper diagnosis, quality work, and great prices at Cruzy Automotive Service. Tell them you heard this ad for an oil change for as low as $19.90. If you have synthetic oil, you can still save $17 off Cruzy's already low everyday price. Cruzy Automotive Service on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, behind the Shell gas station. That's Cruzy Automotive Service. Now back to the Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back, everybody, to the High School Coaches Show. I'm Justin Kenny here for about 20 more minutes. We'll give way later on this evening to Pacers basketball. In fact, right at the top top of the hour, Pacers Raptors here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. As the Pacers go on the road north of the border, try to knock off Toronto and get a dub. We were talking about high school basketball before the break with Blackhawk Christian head basketball coach Matt Roth. And something that uh, came out today, and this is from Kyle Nedenrep from the Indianapolis Star, that the IHSAA is moving forward with a four-class proposal that would classify schools by set enrollment numbers instead of splitting the classes evenly. Now, this would be a... New format for boys and girls basketball, baseball and softball, and volleyball. And it's kind of trying to address the issue of skyrocketing enrollments in some certain schools. And somebody wanted, some people want to say, well, give us a fifth class in those sports. Oh, or in football, they want a class 7A or a public-private class. This is addressing it based on not splitting the classes up evenly, but more splitting them up by enrollment. And how this would look is class A would be 324 kids and down with your enrollment. Class 2A would go from 325 to 599. Class 3A from 600 to 1399. And then class 4A, 1400 and up. This would make the classes uneven in terms of the amount of teams in each class. Right now, the IHSAA is like, okay, well, we're going to even out all four classes with the same amount of teams or similar amount of teams to then have it even that way. But people have complained that it's not necessarily even. But under the current enrollment numbers, the new format, which could be adopted as early as probably 2024 is what it's sounding like. It would not go into effect until the 24-25 school year. So not until this coming year, but the year after. It would basically lay out like this. Current enrollment numbers that would then put 68 teams in Class 4A, 101 in 3A, 116 in 2A, and 117 in Class A. Which means the Class 4A would be the biggest. 4A, or excuse me, with 68 schools. That would then mean that the bigger schools would only have about four or five teams in their sectional. Similar to what we see on the football side with classes 5A and 6A right now only having four to five teams in the football sectional, right? That's why they skip the first week of the postseason 
to get on schedule with everybody else. So then week 11 is semifinals. Week 12 is the championship for the sectional, so on and so forth. So under this proposal, Class 4A would then have four to five team sectionals. So Landon Bundy, who serves as the assistant SID at Rose Holman, but also does a lot of stuff in Indiana High School basketball, put this together uh, today in regards, no, excuse me, this was last night in regards to what some of the sectionals would look like in the area if we went to this format. It sounds like we will, again, for the 24-25 school year. And looking at Class 4A, so if we're breaking up the sectionals in basketball, the four-team sectionals, which would be great because you would have semifinals, I imagine, on Friday, and then the championship on Saturday. I would hope they would not mess with that. Hope they're not moving the semifinals to, say, Wednesday or something, duly because of the crowd or lack thereof as opposed to a Friday. But this would be the two sectionals in 4A, and this is estimated. This is a, a, a guess by Landon Bundy about how this could work out. But you would have an all-city sectional of Carroll, Northside, Northrop, Snyder. And then the other 4A sectional with area teams, Goshen, Homestead, Huntington, and Warsaw. So the problem is, is in this area, you have too many 4As to fit in this uh, configuration to all be together. Because you have, quote-unquote, six area schools. If you want to count Warsaw, that's seven. It's too much into 3A. So that's kind of the thing. You'll see Wayne drop down to 3A because it's below the, the 1,400 enrollment threshold. right? So Wayne would drop down. Southside would drop down. New Haven would drop down. So they would be in 3A. Um, DeKalb would drop down. So it, it is kind of an interesting proposal. It's something that's probably going to happen in the next couple of years, 24 and 25, that this happens. Um, it, it's definitely a talking point. I, I know it'll probably ruffle some feathers, but I think when we look at trying to address the skyrocketing enrollment at the top of the enrollment numbers in the state, when you talk about the Warren Centrals and the Ben Davises and the Carmels just, just exploding, I, I still just am trying to fathom a school with, 4,000 kids in it plus it's just astounding to me but um, it also puts this a little bit more fair in terms of numbers in terms of keeping the teams and the, the schools that have equal enrollment or very close within the same section so that's kind of what the proposal looks like probably will be adopted again it's been moving forward and Kyle Nedenrep reporting on this today it's saying the IHSAA and the Indiana Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association moving forward with this four-class proposal that will set schools by set enrollment numbers instead of splitting the classes evenly. And again, this rule would go for boys and girls basketball, baseball, softball, and volleyball. And the beauty of it is they're leaving it open to change those enrollment numbers. So right now, the cutoff for 4A is 1,400. 1,400 up, you bounce up. You, you, you bump up to 4A. In four or five years, it may make more sense that that enrollment number is, say, 1,500 or something. So that's something that would be open to um, discussion and change for the IHSAA going forward. We're going to wrap up the show, wrap up the season. When we come back, we have the IBCA underclass All-State and the senior All-State teams that have been released today. We'll go through those and talk about some of the area nominees and Arab area honorees when we come back here on the high school coaches show presented by hoopy insurance services here 1380 the fan 100.9 fm finding great people to hire is like trying to find a needle in a haystack it's pretty difficult right well ZipRecruiter has mastered finding a needle in a haystack 
so they take it to the next level. They make hiring so simple that it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. And that's why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com radio. Here's what it's like to use ZipRecruiter. They have so many qualified candidates that it's easier to find the right ones for your roles. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's a lot of needles. So how do they do it? ZipRecruiter's powerful technology sends you candidates who are a great match for your job. And you can even invite your top choices to apply. So if you want less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-A-D-I-O. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. High school sports teach so much more than just the fundamentals of the game. They also teach the fundamentals of life, like the power of belief. I'm Robert Falkins. And I'm Carrie Rosati. We're both assistant commissioners of the IHSAA. In the second classroom of high school sports, student-athletes understand hard work pays off, and they learn to be proud of their effort, no matter the outcome. Successful student-athletes support their teammates and learn to always do the right thing. And most importantly, they learn to always believe in themselves. When high school sports keep education in front of athletics, these fundamental beliefs outweigh the idea of winning at all costs. That's why high school sports are a transformative and invaluable part of every student-athlete's education. Buy a ticket to your high school's athletic events and show student-athletes that you'll always believe in them, too. This is the power of belief. This is the power of high school sports. This is your IHSAA. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I receive. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Gibson'sHeating.com. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits through the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVET's highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETs can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETs helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals, securing more than $410 million in benefits. To find your nearest AMVETS service officer or to learn more, visit AMVETS.org. Doesn't it drive you crazy? Always checking the forecast, looking at the skies, and checking on course conditions just to find a time to be able to golf? That's just one reason. It's so great to have Sweet Spot Golf, an innovative, state-of-the-art indoor golfing facility where it's always dry and 70 degrees. Sweet Spot Golf on Hobson near Coliseum is the country's largest 24-7 indoor trackman facility. And Sweet Spot Golf is closing for the summer on May 1st. They'll reopen on October 1st. You can enjoy golf all summer if you get the special VIP membership. You'll get a key fob so you can golf 24-7 all summer long for just $200 a month. This is limited to the first 50 members, so don't wait. Time is running out. If you're not one of the first 50, better luck next year. <laughs> limited spots are available. With your summer membership, you're guaranteed to have a sweet summer. Become a member today and golf anytime 24-7 or just plan an outing with friends or coworkers. Come in for a free tour or visit them online at sweetspotgolf.com. That's sweet, S-U-I-T-E, spotgolf.com. On Hobson Road, just a half block north of Coliseum Boulevard. 
Winning games and championships is fun, but the true purpose of high school sports is for student-athletes to grow as people, not just athletes. I'm Paul Knighty, Commissioner of the IHSAA. And I'm Dr. Katie Jenner, Indiana Secretary of Education. Hoosier teachers and coaches care just as much about how student-athletes are performing in the classroom as they do about how they're performing on the playing field. They understand high school sports are a tool to educate and shape the whole student-athlete, helping teens become the best versions of themselves. Our teachers and coaches don't just teach academic and athletic skills. They also encourage communication and collaboration, instill confidence, promote a strong work ethic, and so much more. To all our Hoosier educators and coaches, we are grateful for everything you do. Fans, buy a ticket to your high school's athletic events and thank our educators for making education-based athletics possible. This is gratitude. This is appreciation. This is your IHSAA. This is the Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back, everybody, to the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Insurance Services. I am Justin Kenny here for the final time tonight. Final time this season as well. Thanks, everybody, who's tuned in. From August until now, thanks to everybody who's joined us, all the coaches, everything that have made this show a success for another season. We'll be back in August to prep for the high school football season that will be here right around the corner. We're crowning state champions in boys basketball this weekend out at Gabridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. Today, the Indiana Basketball Coaches Association named their 22-23 All-State honors. For this season, large school, all state at the senior level. Luke McBride out of Norwell, no surprise there. The large school and a small school, Josh First, Isaiah Malone of Prairie Heights, Gage Sefton of Blackhawk Christian, and Brody Brady Yoder of Westview. Senior honorable honorable mention. Very kind of surprised with some of these names. Chase Bachelor from Prairie Heights, Darion Brooks of New Haven, Austin Kripe of West Noble, Andrew Hetrick from Columbia City, Kyron Kaupuiki. From Homestead, Ethan Poling from Adams Central, Preston Ross from Dwanger. Preston Ross had a huge, huge postseason in helping Bishop Dwanger reach the semi-state round. Luke Saylor of Heritage also on that list. Also, the IBCA announcing their underclass teams, their Supreme 15, both sophomore Kellen Peckett of Blackhawk Christian is on there, and junior Bronte Johnson from Northside looking at Underclassmen, large school, all-state, Javon Lewis from Wayne on that list, well-deserved. Underclass, small school, all-state, Kyler Kroll from Whitco and Isaac Schultz from Adams Central. I thought some of these underclass, all-state, honorable mentions deserve to be up higher. Will Jamison, I think, should be higher than honorable mention. I think uh, Johnny Washington should be higher than, than honorable mention. But other guys on that list, Braden Barth from West Noble, uh, Cannon Hauser from Carroll. Caleb Lehrman from Bishop DeWanger, Micah McClure, Adam Central, Jackson McGee from Leo, Jackson Pardon from Carroll, and Trey Yoder from Woodland. So one of, uh, I'm sure, a couple different uh, all-air, all-state teams that will be coming out over the next couple weeks for the boys' basketball season as they wrap things up this weekend down at Gamebridge Fieldhouse to crown some state champions and the full list of games coming up this weekend. Of course, four games, four classes to crown four champions in the boys basketball side of things, starting in class one, a to be Southwood down in Wabash County. They'll take on Indianapolis Lutheran. Huh? That's an interesting matchup. Indianapolis Lutheran. That sounds like a familiar 
team that Adam Central had to face in back-to-back seasons in the football state championship. So Indianapolis Lutheran getting it done both on the gridiron and on the basketball court this season, reaching the state championship game. That game will tip off about 1030 on Saturday, Southwood and Indianapolis Lutheran. That'll be followed by the 2A state championship game. You'll be able to hear it right here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. It'll be Blackhawk Christian taking on Linton Stockton as those two teams battle for a state title. Class 3A, the, the night schedule, so to speak. It'll be the Northwood Panthers. That team knocked off Bishop DeWenger in the semi-state round last weekend. The Panthers advanced. They'll take on Garen Catholic in the 3A state title game. And then a, a big one in Class 4A, Flory Badunga and Kokomo, led by Coach John Peckinpah. The Wildcats will take on undefeated, unblemished Ben Davis. That's the team that has rolled through the high school basketball season on the boys' side all the way through from the jump in November to now in late March taking on uh, Kokomo to try to win a state title game. It was very much when we we looked at it going into the new year and even in February, all right, here it is. It's going to be Ben Davis on the boys' side, South Bend, Washington on the girls' side. Both are just dominant in their respective uh, genders and respective uh, tournaments. Well, South Bend, Washington didn't even get to the state championship game, which is absolutely shocking. But Ben Davis has. They're trying to cap an undefeated season by knocking off Kokomo. That'll be around 8-15 tip down at Gamebridge Fieldhouse on Saturday night. And again, you can hear the 2A state championship game right here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. It will be Blackhawk Christian and Linton Stockton as Brett Rump will be on the call Coming up on Saturday, early afternoon here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. We've reached the end of another season of the High School Coaches Show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, not just tonight, but all season long. It was a pleasure to really dive deep into some of these uh, conversations with coaches and analysts and, and media folk to really break down the football and basketball seasons. It's been a pleasure talking to you most weeks between August and now. Going to take a break here over the spring and summer. Back at it in August where we'll prep for another high school football season. For everybody listening, for everybody here at 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM, thank you. This has been the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Insurance Services. 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Thanks for listening to this exclusive presentation of 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Download our latest podcast or for a complete schedule of upcoming games, go to 1380thefan.com. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. I came out in the 11th grade. Nobody was embracing you. The kids were cruel. It was very difficult to be gay. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. The hard part was determining that I was going to do it, but I definitely didn't do it alone. At age 30, with the help of her mentor, Carissa finished her high school diploma. I have a mentor, Maria. She convinced me to continue my education and to finish what I started to get my diploma. She just never judges. She's a true role model. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, go get it. You can do it. 
No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Are you interested in a career in radio or TV? Then make plans to attend the Indiana Broadcasters Association Spring Career Fair the afternoon of March 25th in Carmel. Stations from all over Indiana will be on hand accepting applications from aspiring broadcasters just like you. So be sure to bring plenty of resumes. Start your career. Podcasts by Federated Media.